Five. Good morning. Rise and grind. There's back. It's that time again for Wake and Bake with the Groskies. I'm here. You're here. We're here together. I hope you've got something to wake you up and something to bake you up. We have a, a four-way, like a boss? Is it, okay. Well, let's, let's hold up our fucking, our coffee cups here. Painted lady's mug that she lets me use. I'm using my work thermos. <laughs> Good morning, Terry. Good morning, so, Porch Farmer. I'm Davin. Good morning, chat. Good morning, everybody. I don't. It doesn't. I <clears throat> excuse me. I love it, but it doesn't like me. It hurts my stomach, so I'm not able to enjoy it. Hmm. Plus, you're kind of wiry. It, as it, but is. it doesn't like me. Freezing up. Now it's been good reception the whole time I've been talking to you guys, and now we're yes, more live, too. and it's gonna. Dude, fuck I, up. I, I asked you one question before pre-show, and it was like. Spinning the wheel. camera quality yep. was like excellent, and then it was perfect. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. It's okay. I don't understand. It makes I did nothing. I mean, I've not moved. I've <laughs> sat in the same fucking spot. You know how it goes. So, porch farmer, I wanted to mention uh, sunglasses inside is a pet peeve of painted ladies, and she's watching in the other room. I haven't heard her cursing mm. yet, but I just wanted you to know. She's well, I, I did a lot of welding thing. yesterday, and I got really bad flash burns. So. Dude, the glasses are here to stay. Dude, I hate that. That's this like the, bright. I can remember being in the army, and uh, this is well, I guess it's not dating myself. They still use Humvees. Um, we had I was in a um, a maintenance platoon, and I ended up getting pulled into doing welding on the fucking. There was like this little bracket that was supposed to go around like the emergency brake and shit. So what they did all day is we just laid on fucking creepers and they would drive them up over top of us and do it. (laughs) And I can remember uh, my roommate at the time waking up at like 1.30 in the morning screeching, just fucking screeching. And he was like, oh, my God. So one of the old welders was like, well, if you cut a potato in half and put it on your eyes, it'll help. This motherfucker's going around at 1.30 in the morning looking for a potato in the barracks, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's factual shit to that right there the starches in it something about that I when know, i was when a kid everybody like... go ahead sequence. i was saying it's a little off topic but when i was a kid if you got burned everyone would crack an egg on it remember that try to fry it now, now you google it <laughs> sunny side up like, that's not a good idea to crack eggs then you get a burn not oils and burns just yeah. don't sound great Debbie says everything dates me, man. You know what? It's a I'm a popular guy. You know, I can't help it that my dance card is full. Anything that was that was popular at a time, Scobo had to be involved in it. So, if there was yeah. a fad, he he knows what time it was. No, that is not <laughs> correct, sir, at all in any stretch of the imagination. I never had fucking uh oh, what were those crazy fucking flare jeans that they used to have in the nineties? They were like the Jinkos. Thank you. Yeah, Jinkos. I was thinking no. bell bottoms, but yeah, that's a couple. Uh, of you know, there, there probably are pictures from 1974 that they may, in fact. But you know, you're not picking your own clothes at that point. You're kind of yeah, just whatever's your... available. Exactly. You picked that shirt. I'm sure you would have picked bell bottoms. You know what? <laughs> they did kind of go. This shirt. This shirt is dope. This this shirt is dope. You know why I wore this? It, it is. Because it it's it's very vibrant. It's it's very reminiscent of the weather and the sun. And I'm hoping to get people started off on the right foot, man. So Johnny B says, Is this a cannabis show? Hmm. A cannabis show. That remains to be seen. This is the wake and bake. 
we're waking and baking. This is a little bit of an all-encompassing show. We're uh, we do this show like let's see, the last time we did it was two months ago. So you guys are holy shit. Painted lady said here, thank COVID for the show. Both her and I have COVID, or we'd be camping right now. Charlotte boy's nice. So uh, we're not camping. So she's watching, and I'm speaking yep. to you guys with my lovely sultry tones. And we're having a show this morning. We are going to talk about cannabis a little bit. We yeah, we wore that out in the pre-show. And, uh, <laughs> we'll get back around to it. Um, I'm on the upswing. I'm feeling a little bit better. And ladies up and down every day. So better and worse and better and worse. So we're getting there. Looking better than you feel. Yeah. Been blowing my nose a lot mostly today. So nothing super bad. Just uh I haven't gotten to bake yet this morning, so I got to do that. Let's see. see the when I had, yeah. About, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. When I had that, I just stayed so loaded on edibles. Oh, it was like the worst thing in the world. Sleep all the time. It seemed to help the most was uh, actually right here. Yeti made these capsules. These are MCT yeah. oil and rosin. The yeah, there you go. I think those so are 15 are, milligrams uh, each. They're 20 each. milligrams 20s. each. 20s, okay. I found it hard to smoke. Dabs. Yeah, it's sometimes it's hard, to, especially do a dab because it yeah. can be hard on the lungs. When yep. I first got the COVID, I I did a dab and I was like, "That's not good." But uh, <laughs> now I can do it. But uh, just smoking a bowl, a bowl or something's not super bad. But doing that's much easier than smoking. And I also got my RSO out. It's right here, actually. Yep. Well, that looks that's like an old saver. school Spartan one right there. There's another solution for that. And uh, <clears throat> put some RSO in some capsules, and then you don't have to smoke very bad, very much. Yeah. Sleep alone. As we were. As we were. I was getting ready to bring up uh, some cannabis so that we didn't yeah. drive our viewers so crazy. So we can, we can be an official cannabis show at that point. <sighs> I have the shirt on. We're a cannabis show. All right. All right. I, have, I have a seed germinating in a bag next to me. I'm going to grow weed. Hold on, let yeah. me see your bag. My bag. That's a good looking sack bag. Tech. Okay, what's in there? Uh, it is Snow Cane V2, the 2020 cut times the Spartan cut. Yeah, Tara. man. Tara's back. She's in and out. Going. She's the prairie dog of the show. <laughs> prairie dog. <laughs> so it's smart to put your seed bag on top of your computer where it stays a little warm. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm not doing like any gaming or anything. Uh, I like to put them on the refrigerator. So just because your computer's not necessarily on all the time, but the top of your fridge stays warm. Yep. Which is also why it's not a good place to keep your bread and stuff. It makes your bread go bad really fast. But uh, put your seeds up there and they'll germinate a little bit quicker. But you, you know, if you have cats in the home, you may also have a cat try to hatch your seeds as well if you keep them up <laughs> on top of the refrigerator when it's warm. <laughs> Terrace is. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know that it's the internet. I think it's an operator error. No. Usually. Nine times out of ten. She keeps hitting leave studio instead of unmute. <laughs> <laughs> That's the overzealous move. I used to put my seeds when I pop them uh, on top of T5 lights, but now most people aren't using T5s anymore, so it's hard advice to give. Yeah. But, uh, if you're still using T5s, they're not usually too hot uh, mine used to get really hot so i would put a glass plate on top of my t5 light and then put my seeds on top of that and that would give it enough buffer so that they wouldn't get 
overheated. Uh, yeah, man. The old school way is, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever had like an eight bar T5. If you put that in like a really small space, you know, back in the day, the fucking room would be like 92 degrees with the door closed if you didn't have a fan running in there trying to exhaust that. Oh, yeah. Yep. With but all that being said, you know, and up and up and up and up. Yeah, with all that being said, it's still not too late to pop your seats for outdoor. Yeah, we were talking about that in the pre-show. So, mm-hmm. Skilbo, you want to discuss your situation? Sure. Um, I am running strictly outdoor this year. So I am getting all my seeds popped, everything popped. But the only problem is that due to the living situation that I'm in right now, the only place that I can put these plants is on a really cold floor. So I'm, I'm kind of having an issue with them coming up. Um, I was making a joke before the show started, and this will probably go over like uh, the Zeppelin, but I fucking hate popping seeds, man. I fucking hate it, hate it, hate it. I would much rather, as a long-time fucking medical patient, would much rather deal with clones. Because then it's just a matter of, you know, hey, can you keep this thing alive? Whereas, you know, when you're fucking with seeds, there's a whole bunch of steps in the way that you can do it wrong. Now I can hear Spartan in my ear because he's always on this. He'd be like, no, bro, all you got to do is put it in the fucking ground and then water it and it'll be fine. He'd say, keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. Plant it in the dirt and then it'll, and it will grow. There's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot of ways to mess it up. Like you said, Um, sometimes, especially for newer growers, when you add, more and more steps you're like put it on a paper towel and soak it at 67 percent humidity 70 degrees and you know all of these steps and you're like oh shit i did two things wrong and now my seeds didn't pop or whatever sometimes it's just easier to just put them in but all my seeds popped when i put them in the ground so it's it's in the cups right because my plan was you know hey I really am behind the eight ball. I should have done this shit a month ago. I should have thought about all these different things. So I'll take it. I'll take the responsibility for it. But I bet you that there's somebody else out there that listens to this that goes, "Mm, that's kind of me too. So, you know, depending on your situation, I live surrounded on four sides by big ass fucking trees. And I mean, like, not just one or two. I mean, like, I have an entire probably three acres of woods behind me and all along the sides. So I have to really be careful where I'm going to put these outdoor plants because what will happen is everything will be going great. And then I'll have a whole bunch of problems with caterpillars and all kinds of other bullshit. Right. Oh, hell yeah, Marcus. Now that's what you like to see is some 32 year old fucking beans getting popped. Yeah. Hey, uh, Marcus, what'd you pop? What are they called? They got a name or is it just like, Hey, Skilbo, if it's the viewers skunk. can do it, and you can do it. You're on a camera. That means you're an expert. Exactly. You know, I, I haven't said this in a long time, but I do like to ask the the really, really uh, beginner questions, the things where people go wrong and shit like that. I don't have any problem being the one to ask the questions because I really don't care. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't need street credibility from doing a show mm-hmm. or from growing a plant. Yeah, you didn't. You weren't born perfect. None of us were. Northern Lights exclusively grown in New England. Got it from Kyle Breeder. Shout out to Kyle Breeder. I just see he had uh, some new fem beans drop too. I think that was yesterday that he had that posting. 
That was the last thing that I designed when I had my last job was his uh, his packaging, his seed, his seed drop pictures. I did do his packaging, but that was before. And uh, he hit me up. He goes, can you do me another edit? And I said, nope, I retired. <laughs> <laughs> so he's on to, uh, on to somebody that knows what they're doing and he'll have better artwork moving forward. Uh, so I see that uh, Patrick, shut up. Patrick Little Deuce says, I started my seeds indoors a month ago, and it's a pain to harden them for outdoors. Next time, straight into the ground. Yeah, man, here's the thing. This isn't a one-season, one-shot, one-deal thing. This is something that is my right as a adult in Michigan that I can grow 12 plants. It's not going to be taken away from me. I also You're have entitled? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, man. You're entitled to 12. So this isn't point. just a one-season thing. So if I fuck this up, which I'm going to assume safely that I do. I'm going to assume that it doesn't go well. I'm going to assume that something goes wrong. If not, everything goes wrong. At least half. There you go, whatever it is. <laughs> but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck it, I tried outdoors and I couldn't do it. No, that just all these things that I'm doing wrong right now are all the things that I'm going to try to correct next year. And then if I get it wrong the second year, I'm going to try to fucking work on those problems too, as well as the ones from the first year in year three. It's just a matter of perspective, man. You just got to stay positive and realize, you know, it, you're not the the all-powerful keeper of all things on this, and it's nature. So you just got to try to work with it rather than fight against it. For sure. Um, you'll figure it out, of course. And uh, like you said, you can try every year. And the most important thing is you have a lot of time this year to figure it out yet. Uh, most most classic growers of cannabis here in Michigan don't even have plants outside yet or plants on the ground. They usually pan down. They usually start in June. And uh, so I think you got plenty of time to pop some seeds and get mm -hmm. them going. And even if you were to pop them outside right now, um, as far as hardening off plants to move them outside, now is a good time to do it. If you're awake in the morning, put your plants out in the morning. It's the like sun is a lot lower in the sky. Yep. Gives them a lot more time. Or these Come home from work, days. set it in the shade. Yeah. Just because we had a bunch of days where it hit 80 degrees doesn't mean that the plants have to be ready for 80 degrees. It's still springtime, and you don't got to put them out on those super hot days. So they'll get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of an important point is that you do still have time. So one thing that I always do is... Again, I assume that I'm going to do something wrong. So that's why I've never shot my whole load on like, oh, I've got a whole pack of beans. I'm just going to pop every single one of them. I'm always afraid from like the, the patient standpoint that let's say that there's like two or three phenos in a 10 pack and I pop five of them. Okay. Maybe I'm going to see two of them. Maybe I'm going to see, you know, something, but I still got that reserve. Ten. Right. Well, yeah, it just depends on what it is, too. But but there's the potential for, let's say, that there is a certain cannabinoid that can be unlocked in this in one of those beans. If that's my money, that's my thing that I need to to be well for myself. Um, I'm always afraid to shoot it all in one load. Now, you can also argue the same time you say, OK, but that's all fine and well. But, bro, you just got a luck of the draw. You picked five out of ten. And so you may never get back to the one that would have been medicine for you. You got to pop right. them all. I always so the, I try to pop them all. <clears throat> the thing that's cool as fuck about being your own grower of your own medicine is you get to make all the command decisions. 
Yeah. Now you got to take all the onus with it too. You can't blame the trimmers. You can't blame, you know, hey, somebody was supposed to nah, bro. That was you. You fucked that up. I've personally never been much on the side of understanding taking like a 10 pack of seeds and popping eight of them and then picking a keeper. Because what if the uh, one of the other two plants was the keeper? Exactly. Oh, absolutely. It's another thing that I often bring up is like when you're picking keepers for your garden or whatever, when you're popping seeds, how do you do it? And it's a philosophical question, of course, but it's when you pop a pack of seeds, are you just picking this is the best sour diesel plant out of this pack of seeds? Or are you picking a keeper plant that's actually truly really, really good? Well, Most of the time, people will pop a pack of seeds and keep a plant no matter what. Could be the they best. They just want one of that strain that they yeah, bought, you know. One of the strain I bought, but it's pretty mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's not a keeper plant. And you want to limit the ability to get those average plants, right? So you, to me, every seed is just like a lottery ticket towards getting a keeper and towards mm-hmm. having that plant you keep forever. When we talk about seed stability and wanting to have like limited phenos in a pack and all that sort of thing, that's for people that are growing like a field of plants that want to have seeds 200 say on their pack, right? Like, oh, these are the, you know, blue dream that I remember was the seed pack. I popped 20 of them and I got 20 of them or whatever. That sort of stability is not necessarily great for a home grower because the home growers are looking for, uh, you know, really good seeds. When you pop a, a package of seeds, you're generally not growing more than like a tent or a room full of them. So you get time to pick a clone and then grow the one that works the best for your environment. It's kind of two different um, modes of looking at genetics when you're looking at seeds. And the way a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about it, like, man, I wish breeders wouldn't release F1s. I wish all the seeds were stable and all that stuff. It's really against what we're trying to do as growers. Exactly. We're not trying to create a bottleneck. Right. Yeah, you're not trying to create a a field of genetically similar plants, really. You're trying to find a superstar that you can put in your basement or in your, you know, I don't know anybody that's growing fields of plants. So I like to bring that up. I like to be. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. Welcome back, Tara. I think I have a connection finally. Son of a bitch. Thanks, guys, for being patient. Cheers, everybody. So Troy turned on a hot spot late. on his phone. Mm. He had them late night videos rocking. And... <laughs> yeah, I went. I like literally ran all over the, the house trying to find where I could get more bars at. I'm out on the porch. Nice. So, you know, I'm going to add something here for uh, seeds on what you guys were talking about, the seeds and that. So, you know, obviously I'm a huge lover of GMO and, you know, I'm obviously that's what I'm looking for Um, in all of my seeds that I have going on. Like kind of my mode um, is always back there looking for this chem GMO kind of that speed right there for me. So, boy, I love popping new seeds. Um, It's me. It's really super fun. Because I like seeing all the new uh, growth and the change in the baby. Yeah, I think actually popping the seeds are a pain in the butt. But I don't soak my seeds. I just stick mine right into the soil. But I do use soil or did use soil. And um, so I don't know how that would work with cocoa. Okay. I want to follow up with something. So I do too. Since we're doing the philosophical thing, you said I like GMO. And everything that I pop, I'm looking for GMO. You are making my argument for me. I got to the point where once I got uh, 
a lot of the genetics from friends and people within the panel and groups and stuff like that. I was at the point where I'm like, why am I going to even pop a pack of beans when I can just already cut right to the chase? And I know that I like this, even if I didn't do the find for it, like let's, um, let's talk about primal punch. Okay. So prime, the F1, the best one of those that I had was from Eagle. That was fucking slapping. Right. Then I had Dan's dank man. Dan's is fucking amazing and getting amazing. it in, in, the, in the, in the, in the concentrate form of it really allows you to appreciate the uh, appreciate the finer points of it shout out to medgrower one mg1 seeds on that mm -hmm. um but if i already have one that i like like let's i'll use sequences citro glue when we first started the show so originally there were a bunch of citro glues <clears throat> he gave me one of the ones that he wasn't going to flower which i believe was like the number three and then he had two that that he had and kept the one of it so out of that pack i tried three different kinds and the one that he kept as a keeper is the one that to me keeps the most uh, gg4 characteristics and that punchy smoke with it tara you know from smoking it that's why you enjoy the shit out of it too i i do i love that i love the central glue i do and you know i there's you know and i love gg4 so I do, I do have other loves besides GMO, but that's my heavy hitter I'm looking for. So, you know, my GG4 is like my during the day along the line kind of thing. And then my GMOs are my nighttime. And, you know, I really don't have, I can't really say I've got a daytime smoke that I really like enjoy. I'm really loving runs, any kind of runs or our jealousy at work. I love, um, we've got a, our Zittles cake was good at work that I, we just had out recently. Um, oh, our uh, garlic icing, which we renamed to Jim Bag. Uh, that has been the newest one that we had come out. Matter of fact, hold on. I, will, I don't know if I've got that with me. God, it is so pretty. I had, I had some of that uh, garlic funky. icing. Not from you guys, but I, I got it from down in the city, and it was really good. I don't want to get too far off the topic, because Tara brought up GMO. And uh, oh. I just wanted to mention that GMO is a pheno of a seed that one guy popped one seed one time. And got a plant that people have been growing for over 10 years that kind of speaks to the point that i'm trying to bring up is like you can search for gmo forever and you'll never find that plant again unless you go no. find that cut from that guy or someone that has it can i can i bring up another point then is to dovetail with that then why the fuck does everybody talk so highly about like sour diesel now let's, well, let's get realistic about sour same diesel. reason well how many people have bought a pack of sour diesel, popped it, and said, you know, I have the real sour diesel? If you have a lot of friends that grow and you've had it multiple times, there is a vast difference. And I don't believe that it is a matter of like, oh, this one's got a better cure than the other dudes I tried. So, yeah, it's the same thing. It's, it's sour not, diesel should be a clone. Should be, but isn't. Right. Every So what happens when you buy a pack of sour diesel seeds? You think you have sour diesel, especially if you're ignorant to the story. Like how many people have you heard me tell the story of GMO to? Right. The only reason that you're sure it is what it is because you've heard it 20 times from me or somebody else. <laughs> you know, so if you're just a cannabis it's got a backstory and you want whatever, if you want Mac, 
you go Google Mac seeds and you'll grow them and you'll say you have Mac. It's not your fault, you know, for not knowing the entire legacy story of a strain or whatever. You have Mac. You just don't have the Mac one, the caps cut. Well, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's more complicated than just being like sour diesels different or whatever that, you know, sour diesel is a cut. And if you have sour diesel that people are talking about, you have that. So you do have a consistent thing. It's kind of two different problems all at once. And it's a legacy strain. Yeah, it'll always be around, in my opinion. Another another thing I like about starting off with seeds is that you're not. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to step on toes by saying it, but you know, if you get a clone or a cut, you're kind of like bringing on somebody else. I don't want to say problems, but their <clears throat> their genetics. You could be for sure. Whatever yeah. that they. You if know, you have a shitty IPM, sure. Thing, you know, but I'm just, you know, whatever, you know, their, you know, vibes been into it. That's, you know, kind of their thing. So I feel like if I start with a seed, that's my own and it's, you know, my fresh, you know, take on it and kind of thing. I don't know. And it's 100% healthy. Not 100% necessarily, but yeah, it's going to be as healthy as possible. Right. Yeah. You're not taking somebody else's dirty scissors. So Mm -hmm. just lessening yield or something. You think you've got this plant, but it could be so much better. There's a lot of problems that you can get in your garden from clones. You could get, you know, hop latent virus and all sorts of other stuff you can bring into your garden. You can bring in pests. Um, you can bring in clones. Quarantine that are your even, clones, everyone. Quarantine yeah. your clones. You can get clones that aren't growing well. And then you're like, why did I even bring this in? This is a slow piece of shit. You know, they yeah. took it at the wrong stage and now I got to re-veg this thing or whatever. I don't know how many times I've asked somebody for a clone of a plant they have, and then they've given me one that's like week five flower. It's got weed on it. What, like, what am I what doing, fuck, man? man? Hey, like, look at how, was it GMO? That had to be really, really uh, grown out. Wasn't that a super, super small little cut? Yeah, it was. So I traded a beautiful clone <laughs> for GMO when we originally got GMO in our circle. <laughs> so I gave a a nice, like a teen almost, <laughs> and got back this really shitty little clone. It took forever, but <laughs> it was worth it. GMO totally. was incredible. Yeah, GMO is worth it, but it's picky. You got to be in for the long haul for that one. <laughs> it's picky, but it's like it's less user, or it's more user friendly than like Mac. It's uh, mm-hmm. oh, a lot yeah. easier to grow as far as the node spacing and the, the leaf density and all that stuff. And that's actually worth taking the 77 days. Like Absolutely. this Hong Kong, this Hong Kong fui I just ran went 77 days. So wow. then I dry it and I smoke it. I'm like, okay, this smells really good. It's got like this really nice funky melon to it. Smoke it. Nothing special. No. Like, so well. that's why I'm running the snow cane V2. She's gone. Yeah. Wow. Snowcane's a pretty quick plant because it's got yeah. a lot of it's indica leaning in my opinion. Yeah. So it uh, flowers really fast. That's what I'm hoping for. Go the complete opposite. Take the 77 out and bring in a fast one. Yeah, it'll be low 60s. Yeah, that's what I like. And frosty too. And and the effects aren't really indica leaning because you know how to harvest. You know, yeah. you know how to time your right. harvest. Yep. It won't it won't put you in the dirt just because it you down. that way. Yeah. Yeah. As far as GMO goes for me, I think it's always just a matter of knowing 
um, and sometimes it takes a run on this, is knowing like what your ceiling height is and where you have to anticipate that this plant is going to stop when it stretches. I've always had to pull mine down, you know, back into the light by tying off to the scrog itself after it grows through again. And, uh, you know, but it always rewards you with quality fucking smoke for the most part of the plant. If you've done your uh, deleafing and shit like that, all the fucking nugs are nice, man. And it yields like a motherfucker. And it's one that all of us have fucking grown and we've pretty much smoked from each other. And it's consistently the same. So it didn't really matter whether, you know, you did a good job on it or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can fuck mm -hmm. it up. But it's it's characteristics always carried through. She was just Absolutely. a loving plant. Mm -hmm. Very loving. She loves I wanted me. to mention, mention quickly before we get too far off of the topic of the uh, seed clone thing. This was something that came across my uh, knowledge bank a few days ago. And uh, now we have to worry about hop latent thyroid through seeds. So that's uh, what about an H2O2 bath? Will that rid those seeds of that? I'm not sure. We'll have this is a developing story, so we'll have to uh, follow along. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I'd like to read that. To try to listen, you know, if, if we learn that, like, People are starting to get hoplite and viroid maybe from certain breeders, you know, avoid those breeders. Definitely. Now, uh, Definitely the other topic the we were talking about was, you know, along with the seeds is the outdoor. So I have been trying to look all week into different options that I can do as far as to create a covering for the plants. Um, not just for like the fact that I have trees all around me, but for the fact that, you know, it, the weather can get funny here and shit. So I may be able to buy myself a week or more extra finishing time at the end of the year because I'll be in a greenhouse rather than in the elements. But there's so many different fucking options. You can go with, you know, PVC pipes and uh, couplings. And then just throw some fucking two by fours along the edge there to give it some structural stability. And throw some plastic over top of it. I did see a really cool trick uh, sequence I wanted to share with you was um, it was one guy and one other person that was trying to do this like 32 foot long greenhouse. So what they did is they took a golf ball and they put a golf ball inside of the plastic and they twisted it around and then they like rubber banded it so that they could just throw that over top of the hoop house itself. And then it would go over top instead of trying to wrestle on ladders and all kinds of other shit. And they also had like a, a rope that you could tie to it and pull it across. I think the wind uh, would take that and the golf ball and hit you. <laughs> you try to throw that over there. Man, that was a bitch, dude. You just, I was having like flashbacks. There's just too much wind, I yeah. think. Oh. What? So what was your solution besides being way up high? Stumbled up the end of it into a ball, like you said taped it up or whatever to a rope and then threw the rope across the greenhouse and then just pulled the plastic over. Yeah. And then we had four people to wrestle with it. And it was like very low wind, but it was like uh off and on five or six mile an hour wind. And we probably about got killed doing that. It was insane. <laughs> Set sail. Yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Kingfisher reminds me, uh, what about the Ed Rosenthal tall sawhorse 
greenhouse. Yeah, just think of like a swing set, you know, like the little swing set in the backyard you got. You just take the chains off everything, you know, the swings and the slide, and then you could just, you're just making an A-frame. Yeah. If you plan to use a swing set to grow with, don't worry about putting your plants outside until like the middle of June or <laughs> they will get too big. Yeah. <laughs> They're way too big. And don't worry about those bees that have lived in the corner. Those are your part of your IPM. So you'll be good. You're just going to get stung when you put your plastic up. I said it's an IPM. It's also for you too. <laughs> keeps everything yeah, away any from the pest. plants. <laughs> Something to keep in mind if you start doing a greenhouse outside is the... Um, if you do stuff like supplemental lighting, like put lights up in the in the morning to like You've already got the clips there, you know, do anything while it attracts thievery because anyone that knows anything about cannabis or any plants at all, you don't see people using lights on any outdoor plants. So uh when no, people start seeing lights go up in greenhouses and stuff, it's a very big telltale Dude. sign that you've got some uh valuable plants in there. That's the old school. Why is there a orange park or yellow parking lots? Right. <laughs> lights inside of there. I love driving down the road at night, you know, and you see this purple window. Purple window. Exactly. Oh. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a grower that yeah. both didn't doesn't watch the show because isn't using light. newer tech, but hey, they're giving <laughs> yeah. it hell. Their uncle's old shit. Shout out blurples. Be mindful of that stuff, guys. When I started to grow and started driving around. Like I can pick out every house as a grow in the backyard hmm. because it's... you see out of place vents and stuff on the yeah. side of out of place you see air conditioning <laughs> units, air conditioning yeah. units in wintertime, you know, like yeah, the window ones and shit on full blast. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of telltale signs. And once you start growing, you know, but the first yeah. grow you set up, you're like, this is going to be perfect. And then now you're like, what the fuck? You know, fucking probably 12 years ago, I used to uh, ride my bike all over the place. And I used to, like, ride at night and shit just to be peaceful and stuff and be riding yeah. through the neighborhoods. Man, you would get to whole fucking areas where you could just totally fucking smell nothing but cannabis. Oh, And yeah. that was when, like, hey, people will rob you for that shit. You, I realize that everybody has the right to grow 12 plants. It doesn't mean they don't want yours as well. So don't just think like, hey, why why somebody steal my shit, fam? Our shit got robbed and we had a very professional setup, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, it just happens. You just overgrew the greenhouse. They couldn't carry it all away. Yeah, they couldn't. Luckily, no <laughs> Luckily, they couldn't make it out of one little quadrant. Yeah, it's so many plants in there. They're like, ah, this is plenty. We'll just yeah, this will last. They're probably still smoking that shit. <laughs> Good too, because we'd still be trimming that if they didn't take some. Touche. That still makes Touché. me so safe for my stomach. God, man, the way it all, all turned down still was. makes me wonder if it wasn't an inside job. Yeah, that was a guess from the beginning. Yeah. From both of us, we're like, I think he he goes, I think one of my family members did that. So let's do it usually is. I mean, that's why we say, especially if you're in a red state, don't even tell your friends you grow because you're probably yeah. friends with other people that smoke and uh, other people that smoke that need the money or whatever. There's a lot of different motivations for them. And you gave them uh, an idea of where something really valuable was. So it's really smart to not tell people where you grow. 
especially if it's illegal where you grow. Exactly. Red <laughs> state, especially. Yeah. You know, your ex-girlfriend's got something to hold over your head now because you get this big illegal thing in your garage or whatever. Yep. A lot of reasons to not. Well, it's never like you don't you think, well, I trust my friend. Sure. But your friend is like super impressed by the setup that you have and can't help but tell somebody. So let's say they tell their significant other and then their significant other says, oh, man, you'll never believe what happened. And then they tell somebody who then tells their very easily your shit can be heard and like plotted on way before. Oh, yeah. Well, how many think about how many times you've heard and somebody goes, dude, I saw this big 72 light grow yeah. over in X County on this mm -hmm. road, you know, and you're like, whoa, right. whoa. Just realize if you noticed it, realize that other people have to. So just be safe, right. you know? Yep. Thank goodness we don't have to worry about stuff like that. Like nobody's grown at a scale like that or anything, but it's a thing to be concerned about for sure. Yeah. You know, I, I like to think that I have, like, the new school mentality of, like, community and we can all sit at the table and all these other great things that I really believe in. But I'm also jaded enough and kind of, like, PTSD'd enough about the way that things were prior to that that I'm, you have to make your fucking shit secure. You have to have some good common horse sense about you. Yeah, and then, like, if you're growing plants in the middle of town, so it's just kind of like you just accept it at some point. You're like, well, they might make it, they might not, you know, and then just one day somebody will come and grab one of them out of your backyard or whatever. And One of my favorite things I seen last summer was a guy had his five or ten gallon plastic pot tied to his chimney on his roof. Just one on the back side of his house. You could see it if you went to the gas station and looked up. There was did somebody show me up there and take robbed. that shit? I don't think so. Well, I think that thing made it. I bet that pot got hot. How are you gonna water that motherfucker? He probably had a window up there or something. <laughs> so he's the one shit enough out to there. reach out. Oh man. That's how so there's that a will, clever. there's a way, right? Yeah, a flat top roof growers back in the day, too. Yep. Yeah, so if you got a nice roof. Bake's got a neighbor that grows on their roof. Apparently the cops don't don't care about that. No. Huh. Second story balcony would be nice for that. But then you have to realize that they make ladders for yeah, such yeah, occasions. So therefore you're still tight. not safe. Well, we're planning, I forgot to mention uh painted lady, just let me know. We're planning on moving all of her veg plants outdoors because they're too big to put into the flower room. They're like or... ceiling high already. So, hell yeah, man. So, I you think they're going to scrog those out? No, That's they're going to grow them, grow them natural, use them like hedges and stuff. So, when when are you taking them out? Probably this weekend, I would think. When you feel like some nice sized ladies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's supposed to be in the 90s up above the wall. So, it, sh it should be nice down your guys' way this when? week, huh? Yeah, like Monday, this Tuesday. Week? Yeah, like Monday oh, and Tuesday. Shit. We're supposed to be like 91 up there. Dude, it was like 48 yesterday. It was 43 <laughs> yeah, this cool. morning. Yeah. It's, it's Michigan. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's up we'll and down. 90, you know? sure. We're going to have some huge plants here, that's for sure. Yeah. I've got a Hong Kong. The one I threw out, it's outside. It's been out there for like a couple weeks now. 
just surviving, doing his thing. We're not going to do any special shit to them. We're just going to put them outside and uh, water them, and they'll be just yeah. fine. Be no perfect. yellow bottles? We, uh, I think they've been getting yellow bottles, these plants, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, they have. I know that for sure. Thickums. Yeah. And they'll they'll do just fine. Uh, part of the reason is because the there's no spot in the yard that gets like full sun, so they're always going to be a little bit shaded, which helps. They won't get beat up. Yeah, that'll help big time. Causes other problems, of course, but it helps for that. <laughs> get out there, with it, get some fans going in the yard. Yep. <laughs> Neighbors are like, "What the fuck's going on over there?" Mm-hmm. First, it was fans and it's purple lights. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> just putting a spot like you're growing hedges of the shit. You know what I mean? Oh, we got some sativas out here, too. These are artisanal hedges. Okay. Yeah, man. You won't be able to tell their weed until you get real close. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of too can Sam about that shit come later on. Once the leaves start to yellow out, you can really tell that the yellow yeah. just. Oh, yeah. Make sure to keep those out of there. It'll smell. They smell dank already. I was walking around outside in the outdoor plants. I walked past them because they're beside the, the path. And I was like, ooh. Nice. I love a good veg smell. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys going to be just going straight into the ground then? Are you amending anything? What's the plan? These ones, I don't, I don't know what the plan is yet. But Okay. Uh, we've got some of both, so we've got some that are in 25 gals, four of them, I think, and then one is in the ground, and all of these new ones, I assume, are going to go in the ground. Let's see. We'll see what she wants to do. It's her garden, so she gets exactly. to make all the calls, and she does all the plant work, so. Doesn't he want you to be the gardener? <laughs> Respect. He gets the D-leaf in his thong. I delief and whatever else she tells me to do. She says ground. Perfect. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured too. We don't have any more big pots, so we'd have to go buy a bunch. Right. So might as that's well never put fun. Ground, right? Absolutely. I want to ask Tara what she's smoking, but I don't want her to make her cough either. Oh, you're fine. I'm actually uh, smoking on some. Uh, oh, I just forgot. Hold on, I gotta find it here. Uh, Must have worked. It's called uh, tuition. Um, Somebody's tuition. Midnight roots, and I have no idea what the cross is, but I love it. I don't know what it is, but I really enjoy it. Morning, Daddy. Uh, the uh, gems and genetics a couple weekends ago. Nice. Yeah, that was a good time. I liked the way it was laid out. Everybody was orderly and there was, you know, people were respectful and it wasn't a shit show and it was really nice. I enjoyed it. It was a really nice event. I really like when they're not a shit show. Me too. We got a good question (laughs) in chat. This is, this is sequences, easy one of the day. Uh, yeah. Patrick Little Deuce says, when popping regular seeds, how do you folks deal with saxing them? Well, the easiest way is to take, when you do your first top, 
like week three or veg or something, take a clone and put that clone in your flower room. As soon as your plant is sexually mature, the uh, plant will go into flower and then it'll tell you what sex it is. So then if you label your clone and your plant, you can pull your males out well before you would normally flower them. Or you can just put them, you can actually pay to get them tested too. About $10 a plant It's probably the easiest way. If you only pop in like a pack of seeds, that's a pretty foolproof way to do it. And what's the name of those tests? Uh, Farmer Freeman. I think it's Farmer Freeman XY on Instagram. And then yeah, Delta Leaf Lab. If you're doing like, you know, a greenhouse of plants, it's probably cost prohibitive to do. But if you're popping a pack, I would do it. So a question on that is, what are they actually doing with those tests? What are they reading? Does they read, know? there's a genetic marker for the gender. So they can just run it through a, I don't know what the test is or they see all the markers. Mm-hmm. And if it's, it's like, you know, if this part of the genetics is, you know, this it's male or female. So right on. it's a fairly easy one to tell. There's genetic markers for other stuff. And I listened to a podcast on it. So like, they can also tell if the plants are going to be taller or shorter and all sorts of things in the genetics. Uh, Clay Pipe says, I've used Delta Leaf, 60% accurate. Wow, that doesn't sound very good at all. That's, that was that's the case. not as accurate as I'd like. I've never heard that before. Well, you wouldn't, th- if it's actually reading the genetic, then you wouldn't think that it would be wrong at all. They could have, you know, obviously they could make a mistake, I'm sure. It's like this THC that. tester that, that's out there, you know, they'll you can put your butt on it and test the THC, but it's like plus or minus 10%. Right. So. <laughs> like, I can do that. Yeah. It's either fire or boof. We'll let you know later. Yeah. Let's see how that's, it cures. Right. You send me a picture of it, I'll tell you plus or minus 10%. Exactly. I give you a quality right now. What's it smell like? You can reverse a male preset native. Um, you have to use a product that's not the same product as uh, like colloquial silver or STS. It's a different product, but you can reverse males. If you reverse a male into a female, you can't smoke it. It's toxic. The stuff that they spray on it makes it toxic to smoke, so don't do that. But um, it's a way to see when you grow a male, it's a way to see the female expression so something you don't get to see like for breeding purposes you could reverse them and see what they look like and you go oh i like what that looks like i'll use it as male or whatever that's one way that some breeders do it yep but don't smoke it either or don't if you view the silver either yeah Yeah. We use the silver to make males, so normally people wouldn't wouldn't smoke that. So you don't got to worry about telling people that very often, but for sure. Here you go. Kingfisher says Rasta Jeff talked about it two shows ago. Jeff's got the best podcast and stuff. If you want to learn mm-hmm. about growing in an easily digestible way and stuff, I really would recommend his shows. We just watched one yes- yesterday, I think. I always like it when he did the summary ones where it would be like, you know, one big block all on this. 
and you've the the long format of it. He's just easy to listen to. Tess Nug says lots of breeders have been reversing males lately. I believe that. Uh, so this talk of smaller pots, what you're you're saying is that you are frustrating them, making them root bound so that they will show sex, the stress of it. Well, they'll show sex and veg if you if you uh, get them root bound enough. That's another way to do it for sure. I've seen <laughs> I've seen male plants pop balls in veg because yep. of that before. I'm like, fuck, you got to get out of here. You're really aggressive. <laughs> yeah. I feel like at that point, they don't grow as well, though, when you flower them. You really got to, like, root prune them or something to get the roots to really shoot back out. I just, until you let them go that root bond, I don't know, they get pissed. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're going to do that strategy, I'd recommend doing it with, like, the clone that you took from your uh, main plant rather than doing it with your main plant. Kingfisher said he mentions that he would rather just breed with one male to a group of females and see what the progeny get from the breedings. Definitely. It's probably easier. You know, it's one less step or a few less steps than reversing a male. For sure. I am properly fucking baked. Yeah, me too. Woked and boked. Just did a dab of something. I don't know what it is. My wife brought it home. So you guys got any weekend plans? I'm going to take the kids to the skate park. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to teach, teach the littlest one how to Where's be extreme. Where's old man? Oh, I got, I got mine. The question is, are you going to try to do a kickflip? Yes. Yes. I want to see it, dude. Put your phone on that slow-mo. I'll have my wife try to catch some video footage or something. Hell yeah, dude. The first or second trick, that way I'm almost guaranteed to fall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, when you land the first one, you're going to be like, oh, I can do something better than that. And then you're going to bust your ass. I usually go and I try the hardest thing first. Watch Just me like do this fucking backside heel flip, you know. 360 flip. I could never heel flip, man. I don't know why. Man's got weak heels. Something about going, I got weak ankles. <laughs> White boy ankles. We're heading to Detroit on the court. today. We're going to MGM to meet my sister-in-law and brother-in-law for dinner and gambling. Nice. nice. Hey, good you luck. Said, you said MGM, and I thought you meant a movie theater. Like the MGM <laughs> Grand? Top Gun or what? <laughs> no. No movies. You That's can't cool. get high there. I don't want to go to the movie theaters because I want to get high too much. So You have to let me know if the casino is full of smoke. I'll let you know. I'm not a big gambler, so I don't anticipate staying too long. I'm just mostly going for dinner and uh, to see her. And well, not I'm not a big gambler at all. I'll pay the little penny five cent slots. <laughs> the cheap. last time I went to the casino, it's like they they don't allow smoking in there anymore, but all you can smell is weed. Oh, like, this is nice. Funny. It's all the vapes. Nice. Okay, I'm good with that then. Yeah, it's like walk by this one. Yeah, that's why I always walk by that room. one. Staggering Production says tomorrow is the best time to do things. 
I think yesterday was the best time to do things. And tomorrow is when we would love to do things. Say philosophically, today is the day. day. We kind of got to carpe diem. We got to seize the day. Realize this, guys. Each new day is another chance to turn it all around. I like to say, what if, you know, what if I don't wake up tomorrow? I better have done what I wanted to do today. You know, I know that's a little depressing way to look at it, but like all your days aren't guaranteed. Make the most of them. Try to wake up before noon and get some shit done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Levy, we are in Michigan. As the name states. We have native reservations and all sorts of reasons for casinos here. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're even right across on the other side of like the St. Clair River right before you hit uh, Lake Huron. There's a big casino over there that people used to drive across to prior to Detroit. That's a big deal to some people. I mean, some people like to do that kind of stuff. I just never been my bag. Just... Yeah, I'm not much for gambling. Yeah. Work hard for that money. Exactly. Yeah. They always yeah. take it. Yeah, they I work really hard money. for my money, so I definitely don't want to go hey, in some little don't. slot machine. Yeah, realize, man, if it's if it's really luck and it's really gambling, you gotta wanna fucking lose it just as bad as you do win it. You can't can't Well the it. odds aren't in your favor, so I mean the, the lottery it proves that I've used to see so many fucking people do that would just come into the bar every day and they would play this this crazy crazy amount of lottery shit man whether pull tabs you know, any just any of them man and so when they finally do win you're like well fuck and then they got to the point where they're like well, you can get a twenty dollar ticket or you can like damn you just blow through your money that much quicker yeah it's I don't like it because it's always if you think about it. It's always trying to take more from the poor so that hopefully one of those people who are becoming poor could become potentially richer. Right. Yep. It's like one guy wins and 10,000 lose. And then, they, you know, that's what you play for, I guess. Play for the aberration? Sure. Fucking around with the fickle finger of fate. Don't tempt the triple F. <laughs> When it comes, it comes for you. Well, like, who do you think is playing the lottery, right? It's not usually the... If you want enough money, you wouldn't keep playing it. Well, I don't know. Some people have the addictive thing Maybe. and just want more. Yes. I mean, I guess I'm talking about a whole other topic of conversation there. Kino is a crazy one because that's like the worst odds game that you can play mm-hmm. as far as casino games. I had Pardon never me. played that before until I met Troy. And that got me for a couple times. I was like, I could play this for a while. That and that little pool tab thing. Yep, sitting there eating bar food. You see the keynote numbers and the pencils just, just calling your name. They're designed yeah. for you to want to play. It's an addictive thing. Yeah. yeah, so I don't do it anymore. Can you highlight Dio's comment, please? That's just part of the deal. Everybody's seen this sort of thing or people that... Uh, cash in food stamps so they can return cans so they can buy beer or whatever. Mm. There's lots of sad stories about there. Yep. But 
But anyway, anyone doing anything else this weekend? So we got Kara's gambling. <laughs> farmers going skating. We're going to plant some plants. What are you doing, Scobo? Barbecues. Got barbecues Ooh. to go to. Nice. Nice. So you're going, you're not cooking. I don't even have to do anything except show wow. up. It was like That's show up. Yo, what do, I, do I need to bring anything? That's no, sweet. no, no, you're good. So we didn't so. get invited to any barbecues. Darn. I could go for some barbecue and I'll even What's help. Your, what, what would be hey, your anybody want to invite me? I'll help. <laughs> I need to, my grill brought up here and then we can do some barbecues here, Tara. So you're trying to get me to stop and get the, the grill? Yeah, you guys get the grill and bring it over here. And then... You need the smoker, man. It is the smoker. I was just saying grill, so make it easier. But I yeah, it's a reverse offset. I can't be around you guys yet. You got the vid. I got a wedding. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, you don't have to be around. You can just put the, the smoker out on the back porch. Oh, okay. Oh, man. What was that, like uh, 4th of July or some shit? Probably three two three years ago when you had the smoker out was it ribs this shit was oh, yeah, absolutely oh, all four that. of us were there yeah that was amazing that was yeah good. Man, that was some good shit that was real good smacking right. we, we gotta get meat. the brisket going though man it's uh it's in the works that was some fine you. eating i wish yeah, i had a smoker <laughs> fine eating i don't even operate my own grill <laughs> My wife is my grill. Yeah, my wife does yeah. all the grilling, man. Wow, she's the chef. She just nice. said, "Don't fuck up my food." Like I, I bought it. her a grill for our anniversary. Okay, <laughs> I love it. What sure, kind of grill? Is it oh, like nothing, uh, propane? Fancy. Is it propane? Yeah, it's just charcoal? a propane grill. Okay. Yeah, whatever she wanted. Hey. Just some stainless steel deal with a window. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cool tech. Sequences one is like this like industrial looking black fucking matte finish grill that's just like woo yeah man it smells so fucking good though mm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm I excited to smoke too but i just haven't used it barbecue is my favorite eating yeah. so mm -hmm. absolutely i need to make some of my beans too yeah I gave the recipe to somebody at work. She's like, wow, I had no idea there was so much involved in it. I was like, oh, There's, yeah. Dude, you can only eat those thing. out of a cup now. There's no other way. They're, they're better than the ones that I make. So oh, that's, thank that's you. Saying, I so like, appreciate you saying that. But I got the shit. idea from you and your wife. So right. that's where that all came from. <laughs> exactly. I, I have you to thank for that. Um, before, we that. Get up, before we get up out of here, I just want to say good morning again. I hope that everybody is starting off on the right foot. Um, Make sure you come through tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Bro Show Live. It's always a good time. And Monday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard for the late sesh. And other than that, anybody good else work. got anything before we get up out of here? Have a nice, safe weekend, everybody, and enjoy your Memorial Day and thank a veteran. Yep. Thank you, Skillbell. Thank you. Once sir. again, if uh, you're still in the top chat, you're in the wrong spot. You're fucked up. You're right. done. You're done. Fucked up. Done Have a great weekend, up. guys. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. Thank you for doing Thanks the show, Sequence. Me.